One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You have so many chances, Shuey, to do something good. Shepard against the tide comes on the ground. Ruffy almost on the end of it, and that's hard to do. Brilliant. We shouldn't be surprised, should we? There we go. This is our uh, post grand final um, podcast. We're doing live yep. again. Um, so if you see me looking at the camera, um, that's because I'm just trying to check out and make sure everything's working. Yeah, just trying to sort out so we can actually read what you're saying if you you're saying anything. Yeah. Um, you might notice there's a seat missing here. Uh, Josh isn't here at the minute. He might call in or not, but um, he, or he might be at the hospital. You know, yeah, just looking after um, the, the next little baller. Little, um, <laughs> Come on, encourage and award. So we don't actually know. But anyway, we'll soldier on. Anyway, all right, got that sorted out now. Ah, there we go. Um, for th- the few people that will be listening, um, there might be a few people that have switched off since about five minutes into the third term of the grand final. Yeah. Um, we won't be talking about the grand final all the way through. There will be... Um, yeah, if you put that on mute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay. Um, so we will... We've got to talk about the grand final, but it won't be all about grand final. We'll start to move on to trade talk and everything else, so there will be something for the other people there. Yep. Having said that, yep. Groundhog Day. Yeah, I reckon. Um, I was making a joke about it during the broadcast where uh, Lingy was talking about how the Hawks would be feeling in the third quarter. And he's like, they'll be, you know, they'll probably give it, no, sorry, the fourth quarter. He's like, probably about 10 minutes ago is when they'll, they'll think that they know they've definitely got it and they'll start enjoying the, the last, the la- or the Enjoy final. The yeah. And I'm thinking if anyone had a sort of a, a perspective and able to tell what the Hawks are thinking, <laughs> it's going to be Lingy or that team that played poor Adelaide, was it? Yeah, 117. Yeah. yeah. And like I was telling you um, before, it was that exciting that I actually emptied the oil out of my car at halftime. Yeah. Changed well, the oil filter at the end and popped them back up. See, that's the funny thing. I thought at halftime, there was still a chance. Yeah. Because yep. uh, Eagles had kicked two goals in a row, and everybody knew that the heat was going to get to the Hawks. Yep. Um, yeah. They came out and kicked the first goal of the second, uh, sorry, of the second half. Yep. And yeah. then Jack Darling dropped that mark. Yep, exactly. Yep. And everyone's gone on about it, um, but if he kicks that, they're 19 points down. And kick yep. four in a row. So they're yep. on a roll. He missed it. Goes down the other end. Kick a goal. They're down by six goals. Game's over. Yeah. Uh, there was a small chance, and that was it. That was yep. snuffed. And, um, yeah, it was coupled up on the Sunday with the NRL Grand Final with the drop mark, per se. Yeah, by, making by a big uh, Hunt. I've, I've forgotten his name, but God, yeah. he's going to be struggling, yeah. struggling with that one. And I think with the Grand Final, it came down to, um, like we've been talking about, or well, we touched on it a few times in the last podcast, but... Um, <clears throat> I think at the highest level of you know AFL, the margins um, between the teams are minimal, not huge. Yeah. Like you've got gaps in here and in teams, but you can match up and sort of do what you can. But I think um, it comes down to pressure and how you handle pressure. And it's just like um, in basketball where they'll say generally your skills are the same, but it's how you handle pressure because you've got uh, long finals and also like list management and that. But if you can't turn on on the day and um, sort of... Uh, overcome those adversaries that come across during the game, then you're not going to win. There was that season of The Ultimate Fighter where Charles Sonnen was a coach. Yep. And he illustrated yep. this And it's not an example that he invented, but he says if we put uh, you know, a, a plank uh, 
a foot off the ground and I yep. ask you to walk across it three meters, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, no problem. If yep. I put that plank, the same plank, same yep. width, if I put it three meters in the air, yeah, all of a sudden that's di- a difficult walk. Yeah, definitely. nothing's changed. Yep, except the situation. Perception. And yeah. that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. Yeah, um, I think it's almost the mirror of the qualifying final. Um, where yeah. Hawthorne made all the mistakes and Eagles capitalised. Yeah. Um, and I think actually the margin was fifty points at three quarter time in both games. Yeah. And then there was some junk in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And so good. Okay. No, no. I would say it's just it absolutely role reversal. Yeah. Absolute role reversal. And um, one thing um, that I thought the Hawks that's been said all season that they've got that many on field leaders that. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, like you said, they're raising a class of coaches. Yeah. You're going to have a, a season where you're going to have 50% of, of coaches help? No, I was just going to say, I think it was during the game. Uh, it might have been Josh actually said it. He said that um, it, Alistair Clarkson, he's, he's the coach of the side, but the players are his peers. Yeah. He, yep. He's not domi- domineering, even though yeah. he is quite a, yeah. you know, um, uh overarching character. Yep. But um, they are coaching out there. Yeah. Um, and one of the good, great things I love about... Uh, when your team wins is all the media afterwards you get to really enjoy it oh so, do you I mean, <laughs> see I, I want to give you these experiences um, there was one where I think Frawley they, they said uh, you know Eagles got a couple of goals late yeah and yep. um, even Frawley said he switched off yeah he just started looking at the crowd and going yeah isn't this how good is this he said somebody came up to him and said head in the game mate yep <laughs> yeah up by eight goals yep with just minutes left and they're going mate no yeah we finished he goes alright fuck it daddy. what about was it um I want to say uh, Hill for the Eagles going in for goal, and Brian Lake um, did that some mother right at the end. Like, the margin was sixty-one points at the state at that time. Yep, and he, oh, Jesus. And God. you ever saw Clarkson go? Oh, all right, well, yeah, he's definitely enjoying it. But you saw Hill turn around, and I'm pretty sure he mouthed the words, "You fucking cunt." I, I hope that's what he said. Something I like want that. to know what he said. It's what yep. it looked like. I'm pretty sure it was like "You fucking cunt" or something like that. Like just sort of a "Come on, man, are you serious?" Because then, and they said it in the broadcast. You remember that they were teammates. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I thought so Hill, wasn't anything, Hill yeah. didn't have a bad day. Yeah, um, but just about everyone else did. That's it. it. And you, you, when you look at the game, you try and think of who for West Coast actually rocked up. And I think like even Maston had a good first effort, if that makes sense. But there was a few got of those. some other too easy. Yeah, there was a few that had. Yeah, he had okay. I mean, yeah. we look at the stats. Gaff had thirty-four touches. Yeah, did I, he really? I, I could remember four of them. I reckon. Jesus, no! And you heard Brucey give Shuey a touch-up in the intro. If well, yeah, if you, <laughs> there was a good interaction. Yeah, yeah not bad. Um, and Shuey, okay, he kicked the first goal or a free kick that he well and truly milked. Yep. And yep. then he cost his team two goals later on one yeah. where he could have given a handball either side but instead yeah. he kicked it to Taylor yep. and the other one where he went the dribble kick and missed yeah. and, uh, once you, and I think they were both in the first quarter when you have moments like that it's, yep. or even your teammates like oh fuck yeah. this is a long long day and especially where I'm guessing with the coaches that they'd be stressing we have to come out of the blocks firing yeah. Uh, yeah. because you can't put it you know you can't have time to get your head in the game you've got to be out there and you've got to hit the ground running because that's what happens if yeah. you don't do that. The last three grand finals, um, total Hawthorne have conceded three first quarter goals. Three? Three. And that was it. Jesus. Just three. Jesus. Um, that was uh, none in 2013, two last year, one this year. Jesus, that's a good uh, track record for yeah. um, first term finals. And, and kicked 12 themselves. Mm. So, um, I think at the end of the day, we, it really is a very predictable season in that if 
before round one, if you said I'm predicting Hawthorne to win yep. and um, Fife to get the Brownlow, it's like yep. we'll you know, pick the favourites. Yep. And it's just how it's ended up. I completely agree. And I think what, what showed out was Hawthorne's maturity and having those leaders on the field. So I've actually thought about it and I come up with a couple of, I'm not, I don't know if they're solutions, but ideas that I thought might be a nice to trial out in um, pre-season. Although maybe not pre-season because it's hot as fuck. But yep. what I was thinking is when you look at uh, most other sports, you have a progression during the finals where it's got to get difficult. It's got to be a bit more of a achievement to climb the top of that heap. Okay. Um, obviously NBA in that you have five and seven game finals yep. and um, AFL you can't do that. But um, well, I was thinking what if in the finals instead of having quarters you'd had five terms? And then in the grand final, we have six terms. Wow. Well, if you look Changing at, the game. If you look at UFC, title fights, you, you have five, five rounds fights, yeah. as opposed to three. And even now, the headliners have five rounds. And I think it puts that little bit extra sort of uh, accolade, accolade on top of that yeah. effort. It, it's out there. I mean, it's not the stupidest idea, yeah. I think. But I mean, it is changing the game. Yeah. Totally but, changing the game. But I think that also will level out sort of that um, big domination you can have from experience having eight coaches yeah. on the field because... They're not going to last six six terms, no. you know what I mean? Well, so I mean, you have to manage that list. And like we said, this is their um, oldest, uh, the oldest premiership team ever. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, and uh, like we said, the, the, they're worried that the younger side were going to run them off. Yeah. You know, in their heat. Yep. Um, and, and all that. But I did notice that they had thirty eight interchanges Hawthorne in the first quarter. Really? Uh, so they were really turning them over and like, yeah. we'll, we'll get these out. Um, which the gamble is then, if it's close towards the end, you've run out. Well, they said it was the uh, hottest grand final. Yeah, hottest ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. October, you sort of expect um, that, but and but you know, then the cloud cover came over before the first bounce. You're like, okay. yeah. But uh, even Hodge said on um, the day after that they felt like, oh, we're pretty tired at yeah. halftime. Yeah. That was their chance, and like we said, they they dropped the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's too much more you can really say about the game. At the end of the yeah. day, what we thought all year was at Hawthorne at their best is too good. Yeah, they were too good. And I guess one positive is is that the umpires didn't have a chance to fuck it up. Didn't. Uh, they didn't a lot of fun, actually. So. A lot of people mentioned I didn't notice the umpires. Yeah, um, yeah. which just says they've done a perfect job. Because grand final they get hammered, cooking a barbie. I mean, when that actually happens, you usually play a bit of backyard cricket or have into marks or something like that. We had a bit of backyard cricket at halftime. Oh yeah, no. Nah. Oh, change oil. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Um, then again, I had a wedding afterwards, which is just ridiculous. So it was actually pretty comparable to last year's grand final as well. Um, yep. The only difference was uh, I don't think Sydney made many mistakes last year. They just weren't allowed. They just did not have a chance to get in the game. Yep. West Coast yep. had a chance and they, they blew it yeah. time and time again. And that's it. It's not like they just um, made a couple of errors here and there. It was consistent. Yeah. And that's like I was saying before. I was going to... Well, actually, I thought about it, but I couldn't be <laughs> fucked doing it at the end. But With going, Gordon when you need him. Yeah, God, <laughs> Jesus. Um, going through and seeing... Because there were so many direct turnovers and they weren't like easy turnovers. Picking one opposition player out of three of your teammates. Yeah. And so I wanted to see... It was almost like Hawks had already recruited half the Eagles team. So I wonder how many of those people who made mistakes uh, that were directly direct turnovers, sort of almost a mark, were up for free agency next year or you know, uh, yeah, it's coming or, up. Or just yeah. signed a contract. You know, just put in the good word. Comfortable. And the other funny thing was um, Hawks in the, the team photo, and you see pretty much everyone with different fingers up. Yeah. It was not, I <laughs> thought it was like a this, nice uh, idea. This is how many I've got. Yeah. Um, and James Frawley. <laughs> <laughs> just the one. Um, there was... Uh, a few players, uh, the six players that played in um, the three P plus the two thousand eight, they snuck yep. off for their own little photo. Oh, are they? Um, yeah, because they're the six that yeah. they've done. That's yeah. pretty special. Yep. You saw Burgoyne just duck in. Hey, I got four two guys. Like, <laughs> one of them. Well, that doesn't really count. That, that port one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Strange enough, it's actually one of the poor ones that count. Yeah. <laughs> the only poor yeah. membership that counts. Nah, nah still doesn't count. Um, uh, also, is in the change rooms afterwards. Um, it's got to be said, uh, fascinating that Tiwi Islands, a population of two and a half thousand, yeah. three Norm Smith medalists. Really? From the one fucking family. Holy shit. Well, you got Morris, oh, Morris Rowley, yeah. Michael Dean, Long, Michael, yeah. now Cyril. Holy That's shit. Pretty fucking amazing. You got to bottle that shit. You got to find something's up there. Yep. Do it for your country. Start breeding, guys. <laughs> Two islands. Bring them Get down. To it. Yep. Spend send some Spanish fly over there or something. Um, after the game, one of the reporters was saying to Cyril, um, "How's it feel? You're the first Indigenous player to win four grand finals." And Clarkson was there, and he actually said, "Well, actually, Burgoyne's got four as well." And, and Cyril went, "He's got a Norm Smith though." <laughs> Didn't know the little junior had it in him. Well hey? played. Well, the thing is, he's that skillful. He doesn't need to do much talking. No, no, um, and. Uh, you know the, the Cyril chance now like yep. he's gone to a different level I mean yeah, um, yeah. it's going to be interesting how he f- handles that now because yep. um, it, he's always been the the superstar yeah. and you know obviously the Hawks yep. loves him it took on a bigger level now and that's yep. the kind of attention that Buddy used to get I think it's going to sort of Andrew McLeod level that's where he's yeah. getting that at the moment and was, did Benji actually hand out the yeah. North Smith yeah um, Andrew McLeod yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which yeah. is another amazing thing because he's another NT boy yeah, um, yep. and obviously, and you know what the indigenous players are like. It doesn't matter what team they play for; they're all yep. um, very close knit. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's just you know the the senior players sort of boys yeah. will will take you in. We know yep. it's different for you, or if it's programs that are set up to get yeah. all the indigenous they players. They just know each other. Well, they just do. Yeah, well, or, they're, like, or they're all fucking family that wins North Coast medals. Well, like us growing up in the country, whenever you'd get a couple of boys coming in and playing, like they generally travel around and that as they yeah. do, and um, you get an extra what. 30, 40 people through the gates and that's with a crowd of 200. Yeah. Always making the most noise too and enjoying themselves. Um, so one thing that uh, is inevitable um, after yeah, the, the three-peat like this um, is they start comparing them to previous uh, teams um, yeah. and previous areas. Knowing how fruitless that is because you can never get a definitive answer Yeah, um, because you just can't. But it's still, it's an interesting game to play. Yep. Where do you think Hawthorne's three-peat rates against the Brisbane Lions? Um, I actually did think about this a bit, and it depends how you approach it, because I think the team wasn't as good, which makes it more impressive, if that makes sense. Because Which which team? Hawthorne? Hawthorne. I think it was... I think I'd say Clarkson had more to do with Hawks' three-peat than Lee Matthews had to do with Brisbane's on from a coaching level. But obviously, you don't know what happens behind the scenes with recruiting and, and what voice they had in there. I think it was built on they struck gold in two drafts yeah um, yep. one they got a steal when they traded uh, McFarlane and Crowe yeah and got um, Luke Hodge and Sam Mitchell yep. and, and it ends there pretty yeah. much Luke Hodge and Sam Mitchell is what's, yep. what's uh, this build around then they had um, the compo picks which were quickly phased out when they yeah Got That's Roughhead right. and Franklin. Yeah. And, and Jordan Lewis. Yeah. Uh, I think it was pick nine or something. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's where they built it around. Yeah. Um, I put it to you that I, uh, like I said, it's a fruitless argument, but I think this team's better. Yeah. Uh, and I think that um, for, for two reasons. One, the average skill level across all 22 is yeah. the best I've ever seen. Yeah. I think it is the best that we've ever seen. Yeah. I think they've really figured out almost like Moneyball but they figured out what person you need for each role yeah. to play that and but, they've got those people who aren't out stars but they've just slid them in and gone this is what this we is need what you do. We, don't, we don't want 
out and out stars all over the ground. Yeah, we want to get what we need. Um, and and they, well. they've concentrated on kicking. Yeah, it, yep. it's just so simple. Yeah. Um, but now the counter argument is usually the starting midfield of Brisbane Lions is unbelievably good. Yep. You got three Brownlow medalists in yeah. Voss, Black, Akamanis. Yep. Now this is the controversial one. Yep. Um, you say Voss is the best out of those three? Generally, I, I think generally most people would say. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I think it's him or Acker in there. Acker was unbelievably skilled. Um, mm. I think um, Black is underrated because yeah. he just did what he did and he just kept doing it. Yep. Nothing yep. flash. Acker, um, I think he gets brought down a little bit because of his later um, off-field stuff. And, yeah. you know, um, he yep. rubbed a few people the wrong way. But for the sake of the argument, let's just say that you say Voss is the best one. Yep. I put it to you that Sam Mitchell is better. Why's that? I think Sam Mitchell... And uh, this is unfair because this is what I was saying to you before. I've actually done some research on yeah. um, Out of those three guys, uh, Sam, they all average over 20 disposals a game. Yep. Uh, I think Voss is about 21 um, and uh, Acker and Black are around 22s. Mm. Sam Mitchell's at 26. Yeah, like, true. That's a fair amount more. Um, goals... They uh, Voss has Sam Mitchell covered. Yeah. Um, games they're very close. I yep. think they're only about four. So yep. Sammy will get him um, next year on that. Yeah. What about um, premierships as captain? Uh, well, Voss obviously three. Yeah. Sammy one. Sammy got one. Right. Um, but uh, and obviously the other big area that those guys have over Sammy Mitchell is Brownlow's. Yeah. Three Brownlow medalists and he's uh, he isn't. Yeah. But let's let's play this little game. How many seasons over twenty Brownlow votes for those guys? Shit. Okay, this is where I've actually done the research. Yeah. At a guess. I'd say... Let's, uh, for Voss. For Voss, what was he? I'd say seven. Seven, over yeah. 20 votes. Um, one. One. 21 votes is his best. Jesus. He won it with James Hurd. Wow. Acker. Yep, yep. shit. I would have thought about six. Yeah. One. One, Jesus. Yeah, he won it. He got, right. I think, 23 or 24. Yep. Simon Black. Simon Black, yeah. I'll go five then. Three. Three, damn. Three. And, uh, and I think uh, he was, he was out of all three of them, yep. the most um, Brownlow votes per game. He averages something like 0.7 Brownlow votes, so nearly a vote a game. Damn. Because his longevity was good. Yeah. Sammy Mitchell. None. Five. 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 I'm as a, many as the other three put together. I'm amazed Sammy Mitchell got that many votes off umpires, yeah. to be honest. I mean, Acker, I can understand. Now, yeah. how many it? votes over 25 for those three guys? Shit. Zero. Zero. Sammy? Yep. Three times. And hasn't got a... 26, 26, and a 30. Jesus. So, um, when Simon Black uh, won, he got 25 votes. Yep. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, but I mean, the other argument is, okay, but those three guys took votes off each other which is fair enough yeah. but um, Hodge has nearly the same uh, votes per game as uh, like Ackermanis yeah. um, Black like I said is out there yep. um, and, and Voss um, Franklin's about there yeah. but to be fair Franklin did have a great season at the Swans Jordan Lewis is a little bit below them both but yep. so there are others taking them off yeah. um, I also looked at their 14th season how many Brownlow votes they got yep um, Ackermanis, Voss, and Black had 21 votes. Yep. Sammy Mitchell got 26. Shit. I mean, 21 votes collectively. Collectively. In their 14th <laughs> season. 14th season, he's picking Jesus. up 26 votes. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, it's a stupid argument because you can't get an answer. 
Um, and I'm cherry picking stats. Yeah, but they're not bad stats but, to cherry but, pick. Yeah, but I mean that's just how you got to do it, and it's up to Gordo to come back with something reasonable to refute that. I think because yeah. I got fuck all. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I spent a good half an hour researching yeah. this, and I gave you two but, seconds. But it's, it's amazing how much time um, will play a part in how you remember certain things. Yeah. Like because I forget the well. You used to talk so highly about that Kangaroos team that got... Would they get back-to-back with Kerry, Archer? Uh, no, 96 99. 96, 96 99. Yeah. And I thought that team was a fucking great team. They're monsters. Yeah, and didn't get as many, but I'd rate those teams up there with some of the best teams that have been yeah. going around. And when you, when you have to consider, like, which were the better teams, you look at how Hawthorne did in, in the before and after of those periods as well. Yeah. Whereas I think the last time Hawks were sort of down towards the bottom, I think, I know Richmond were there at the same time, and I think... Early 2000s. I think Melbourne might have played in the grand final or something. <laughs> yeah, 2000, they, yeah, they yeah. played in 2000. It was around about that time. But after that, they had that consistent rise and stayed, you know, there or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. And whereas Richmond, you know, we went, uh, went ninth. Yeah, I like it here. It's not bad. Not, not bad right, here. Yeah. Good view, you know. You're not, you know. You're not getting targeted too much. No draft picks. Don't play finals. It's a good time. Well, I mean, the boat, to tie a bow on that, I think that, um, Sammy Mitchell is still somehow underrated. Yep. Um, Judd and Ablett are the two greatest players I think I've seen. Yeah. I think he's not that far behind. Um, yeah. When you're talking the greatest players ever, you probably, like, the argument comes down to Matthews, Carey, Judd, Ablett. Yep. I think whatever order they are in, you can argue about. Yeah. I think Sammy's fifth. Yeah. Um, I mean, and there's leaving a lot of other names out there like Skilton for Deledio. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got to bring up Tambling too, don't you? Yeah. And the other thing I saw is that, um, well, I don't know how this is a story, but maybe just so we can make jokes about it. Uh, Hawthorne have granted permission for Tasmania to drink out of the cup when they bring it down there. <laughs> well, like, they had a choice. Last time, family drank out of a cup like that was at Christmas. You know, got around, got together. But I'm thinking, do you reckon that was making me straws? Like, you drink out of it, use fucking straws, you savages. Jesus. <laughs> they, they're pretty... Um, when I say lenient, they do let people come up and touch them and take photos. And yeah. kind of They're very good with that, but yeah. um, I can you can only see what's in the frame. Yep. There's probably a couple of blokes like, oh, yeah, exactly. On the bike side. <laughs> um, the other thing, the actual cup, I actually like the rugby rugby league. Uh, the NRL one. The, the, the one. big yeah, yeah. Winfield, I think it's called yeah. a Winfield Cup, even though Some it's not a cup, or it's a trophy now. Yeah. Nah, I Much like cooler a cooler than a cup. What I like about the cup is I don't think it's changed for 90 years. Yeah. Or something like that. I'm kind of a fan of change, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, did you see these people kicking up a stink about Virgin Mobile? Uh, not Virgin Mobile, Virgin Australia. Um, apparently, they're the new airline sponsor of the AFL now. They are. They're a couple of years yeah. they've had it. And instead of doing their flyover, they actually outlined a kind of premiership cup over Melbourne. It was like did they? 230Ks or something. Like anyone gives a shit about it. Well, apparently they did because you can't fucking be killing all those mm, environments and wasting yeah. all those emissions and all that money when you're charging heaps of money for people to come in and out of Melbourne. It's a it's fucking like, pointless thing anyway. Yeah, I mean, do you understand how these people got this rich? Like, <laughs> that's how business works. Um, it was, you know, you bring up the NRL um, because it was uh, a fascinating final 10 minutes. Um, yep. Now, on a day where a lot of people were just aboard of Hawthorne winning. Yeah. And yeah, yep. you can understand. Um, it was something that I don't think I've spoken to anybody about NRL all year. Yeah. I spoke about the final 10 minutes today. Yep. Um, to people at work um, about the grand final because yep. it was it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but the presentation afterwards, weird as shit. Was it? <laughs> you, you did say one, the first good thing um, because it's at night. Yep. They blacked everything out and had the spotlight on the stand. I thought, oh, okay, that's this cool. looks impressive. Yeah. yeah. 
Then they introduced every fucking man and his dog. Yeah, they had the Prime Minister there, the Premier of New South Wales, the Premier of Victoria, a couple of CEOs and marketing managers and sponsors. And what? Who the fuck are you people? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, whereas in uh, AFL, they have the Speaker and the Oz Kickers. Yeah. And fucking actually, brilliant. I caught the end of it when they were calling out the medals and they fucked up and called Jonathan Thurston's up mid Too early. Yeah, too yeah. early. Right, no, Captain like, yeah, 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 like, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. You did see a lot of the um, stage managers like, no, 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 this, this, yeah. now, 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 now the trophy, now yeah. the trophy, now the trophy. Now, I, as I was watching it too, I thought they made another mistake, but it turns out it wasn't. As I was watching it, they called up uh, Hodges, who's the captain of the Broncos, yeah. the losing side. And as he went up on stage, the first person went to put a medal around him. And I thought, <laughs> oh, that's bad. Oh, that's so sad. Turns out, it's the loser's medal. They get a medal? It, the runners up get a medal. So, oh, what? I couldn't believe it. It's almost patronising, isn't it? Absolutely. And he's going to hang it around his neck. I'm like, dude. So next, they cook, they had every single other player come up and just get their medal in their hand and like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. See, I reckon what they should do is you should get the medal and you should be allowed to throw it into the crowd as a souvenir for someone who went to that match. Funny that, because that's exactly why they got rid of it in the AFL. The AFL had it for a couple of years yep. and they stopped doing it for that reason. Because the players make sense throwing it into the crowd. I don't know if they still do it, but they just give it, you know, yep. they send a case over yeah. oh, Express Post after like, the game. Just or, cash it in, send them beers. That's what they want. That's all they, they want. They want beers. Um, and then the actual premiers get a ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I thought is weird. Uh, obviously, NRL have had this discussion lots. Yeah. I, I knew that NRL players got a ring, but I thought it was like NBA and everything else where it's made after the fact. Yeah. yeah. No, they present it to them on stage. Oh, really? It's weird. Oh, okay. That is weird, yeah. I just thought it was weird. They're all going up and putting them on their pinky. And, uh, yeah. No, it's just weird. And it's almost like production line rings that you've just pumped out and slip them on a finger well, or whatnot. They're, and... they're obviously, um, you know, uh, they have to be, um, they can't be team specific. Yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, it just did not sit well. I don't know. So even though the, the game and the spectacle and the night grand final looks much, much better, yeah. the presentation was awful. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. awful. Yeah, but they did get a lot of things right. Like apparently their uh, entertainment, actually for, for those that are kind of listen to this, I didn't actually get to watch the NRL grand final. <laughs> what I did is I, I woke up um, I remember the NRL Grand Final was on. I was like, oh, that's right, NRL's on today. I, I watched heaps of NRL. I watched no, no NRL whatsoever. I thought, you know, Grand Final, I'll give it a view. That was my thought too. I got home, I'm like, oh, it's still on. I may as well watch it. Yeah, I saw, saw the Broncos put in a good effort. Yeah, looked not too skillful of a game, but, you know, they got up and they were happy. And then they've presented the trophy. I've looked at the crowd and there's fucking no one there. This is at 2.30. I've realised I've watched some warm-up game. <laughs> I think you watched the under-21s or something the, like that. Country yeah. Cups or something. Yeah. And then, so I thought, all right, well, fuck it. At least I get to watch it now. So I started watching, I don't know, maybe about 20-minute mark of the next game. And I'm like, this fucking cunt's old as shit. And I've gone to the um, guide on the TV, and I've looked at it. This is this big block of NRL match day. And I've gone, oh, no. And then there's a break for the news. And I've looked after the news. It's live. Yeah, NRL <laughs> grand final. I was like, motherfucker. So I, didn't, I, didn't, I had enough rugby by then. I didn't actually watch it. And much to my detriment from what I've been told. Well, the game was a little bit scrappy, but yeah. that last final 10 minutes was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Josh just hooking up. Josh yeah. just rocked just up. Made it in. So Plug it in. Wasn't a trip to the hospital? Uh, no. It not was yet. a um, me driving around and not realising that daylight savings had started and my car hadn't updated at the time. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I, I had no idea about daylight, daylight, savings, daylight savings either. But um, we went to book, uh, had yum cha with the uh, girlfriend's family and that, and uh, was it Springy, Keysborough, whatever. And the lady kindly reminded us it was daylight savings when we booked it, and that's what, that's what it reminded me. Smartphones. Yeah. Smartphones just do it automatically. Yeah. That's why I Dumb wake up like, oh, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I was looking at my phone, I would have noticed. 
But, um, anyway, so that was the NRL grand final, um, which, uh, you know, it, it actually got people talking um, yeah. that weren't talking about it. Anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of it was just people were yeah. turned off halfway through the whole one. And well, I was, think because 90% of the NRL um, media at the moment is about Jared Hayne. Yeah. yeah. And you'll notice that um, even... My, my entire Facebook feed was AFL people all of a sudden NRL experts yeah <laughs> but you know sometimes it's fun to do that I went on to the uh, to the Reddit um, thread for the NRL grand final and I thought alright we'll stir some shit yeah. so 10 minutes to go in the game I, so I posted that hey guys AFL fan here can somebody give me a rundown of the season so far <laughs> <laughs> and only one person told me to fuck off <laughs> everyone else just said oh, go cows go cows go cows one person said um Go, uh, go the Cowboys. Um, the Broncos are the Swans. I went done. <laughs> you win. So the cows. I didn't know South Park were playing. <laughs> I guess that's what they like. Yeah, but um, it reminds me of when uh, Mayweather fights, and you'll see everyone like because we follow the mixed martial arts forums, and you'll see all the mixed martial arts followers go into the boxing forums <laughs> yeah. they know about boxing. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I started talking shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's it. The ones were saying Rousey kick kick his ass. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, I think that'll that'll do us for season uh, for the grand final. Um, not many people are going. No. Anything I'll, else about the grand final you want to say? Well, I'm sure you've probably covered it all. It was um, we haven't covered fuck all. No, fair <laughs> enough. I'm serious. Um, actually, it was a a redemption match for uh, Frawley and Showmakers. Um, two guys who've been long time spuds and well, um, managed to put in adequate two very good games. Um, uh, I think Frawley was. It's a shame there's only one North Smith medal. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, at three-quarter time, Kennedy had one kick. Yeah. Um, and I think that kick found Shannon Hearn who missed the goal. I thought um, Isaac, Isaac Smith did some really uh, good, important really, stuff too. I thought Especially when the game was on, on exactly, the line. Exactly, like important stuff. Yeah. Not not heaps, but stuff he did was important. But then he got Cyril. <laughs> I thought Frawley was really good, but the ball wasn't getting delivered to Kennedy well enough no. to... Yeah. Um, no, the whole time often that, enough. that Frawley actually had to really depend on his own skills all the time, like, and, and that's you know a team game too. If your yeah. mids can put pressure on the ball delivery, fair play to you. And yeah, when it wasn't um, uh, poor delivery, there was turnovers, and yeah. it just didn't get there. So he didn't have much of a chance. But um, having said that, I mean, at the end of the day, when the common medalist goes home with a clean sheet, um, you, you can say you've done it right. Yeah, but he didn't make all Australian, so you know how good can he really be? Yeah, he did. Oh, did he? Yeah, I thought he missed forward. out. No, it was no. the Sydney Kennedy, wasn't it? Yes, the Sydney Kennedy yeah. missed out. Um, yeah. who I reckon yeah. probably should have made it anyway, as well. Um, yeah, but you mentioned Shuey. Um, yeah. I don't think there's been a better redemption of whipping boy to cult hero in the AFL. Last year was all about um, uh, Spanger, who was the journeyman who finally got yeah. um, the, the Holy Grail. This is about the man that never left. Because um, we... a, a lot of supporters wanted to. A lot of Spanger hide the Holy Grail, so it's no wonder he <laughs> fucking found it. <laughs> he drank from it. Yeah, um, yeah. Sure, there was a lot of supporters calling for him to go many times, many times, and even last trade period, um, Hawthorne said to him, "Where do you want to go? We'll trade you anywhere." Yep. Um, we haven't got you know Frawley's come in now, and he said, "I want to stay at Hawthorne. This yeah. is what I want to do." Um, he got his opportunity only because Gunston got injured, yep. and then he, he just played um, in a way that gave them no choice. Like you, you couldn't drop him. Well, that sort of segues into the next part, I guess. Uh, trades. Now, trades and omissions. Hawks have to omit a few players because you're not you don't have many retirements. 
Well, at least not so far. Not so yeah. far. I mean, uh, there's a few people that retired Hale already. Well, that's the thing. He isn't part of their long-term plans. He, he was a stopgap ruckman, and he's done his job damn well. Um, I think, if anything, the Hawthorne team has shown that a ruckman in this era isn't that important. Nat Nui killed them in the ruck. Well, yeah, I know. It's, uh, our live stream has just gone down, and I don't know well, why. It was offline from when I came in. I've, it's probably because our internet connection's gone, so um, sorry about that. We've lost video. Um, it's recording. Hopefully, that'll stay somewhere. Yeah. Uh, can't means you won't have it. to upload it to YouTube, that's all. Yeah. All right. We might have lost our live speed. Um, sorry about that. I was trying to fix that up while you were talking. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, the Ruckman not that important. Um, I think what they've done is they've had neutralizing Ruckman. Um, because mm, Nat Nui yeah. was obviously important and yep. they just tried to neutralise him. In 2013, it was Sanderlands and they just went, we'll just try and neutralise him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the season that you saw from uh, like Goldstein yeah. shows that Ruckman are important. Yep. Um, Hawthorne but got it done. Goldstein's biggest impact has always been around the ground. Yeah. Well, I say always yeah. been. For this season, has been around the ground. His ability to uh, slot into gaps, be a mobile uh, a target. Because how often do you see... You know, the, the Ruckman tap to the player, player kicks long, and it's beautiful. Okay, I think the live stream's back up again. So it's going up and down. Yeah, your net's on, but I don't think it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's working. Yeah. yeah, we'll find out. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Fucking high-tech organisation. Yeah. But I think yeah. this has been the year of the Ruckman, too. I mean, there's a few games that Mumford won off his own... Yeah, off very his true. Own bat. Um, and that is one of the more exciting things about 2016, too, seeing a fit Mumford. We can only be hope. Good. Yeah. Well, I think he's getting up to 30 now as well. Where, um, but big guys generally, you know... They, they take longer, but yeah. And they do normally, like like you've, we've always said, they don't get smaller. at the end of the fourth quarter, they're still six, seven, six, eight. Yeah, or, or bigger. Yeah, well, <laughs> or, or seven. seven flat. That's like like uh, you said with um, North Melbourne, is that you need, Ruckman have got to be multi-position players these days. Mm. You yeah. can't just have a straight-up Ruckman because they're too easy to isolate out of the game. Yeah, uh, and run what, off. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one uh, bloke who probably might have just saved himself a contract on grand final day, Majak Dorr. Uh, yeah, winning the sprint and <laughs> did he winning it well? Oh, he he started terribly. Out of the blocks, he was probably sixth. Yeah, and then by yeah, halfway, Charlie, Charlie second, Cameron, I think, might have jumped the gun. Uh, <laughs> and then by halfway, second, and then the legs just started pumping, and he was home and hose by a good meter, I reckon. Obviously, he's still got some other issues to sort out. And yeah, might de- well, let's, decide it. But. Let's just say he's been practicing his running away from it for a while. <laughs> um, yeah. The only thing I heard of, of the halftime race was when the Adelaide Crows uh, Twitter feed asked, uh, sorry, we missed the halftime race. Uh, it wasn't halftime, was it? It was before the game. No, it was no, halftime. Half-time, yeah. half-time. Oh, we missed it. Um, how did Charlie do? And fuck, I didn't get it in quick enough, but I was thinking, oh, he did well, man. I mean, you would run fast with Harley Bennell chasing you trying to score <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but it, uh, now, the other uh, rumoured retirement from the Hawks is Lake. Um, I tell you what, he acted like he wanted to keep playing. Well, this is, what I, this is what I like about it. Uh, is is it was touch and go? I think end of last year, if he was going to get another go round, and they went, no, okay, we'll, we'll we'll give you one more. What I like uh, about what he's done is he's gone in and said, I want another contract. Yeah, yep. because usually you know you get the stock standard. You know, we'll talk about it at the end of the year. Just what's best for the yeah. team. I'll talk yep. to my family. He's gone. I want to play. Well, yeah. I want to play. Let's just put it out there, Brian Lake. He doesn't react to um, stimuli the same way that most normal people do. Marches to the beat of his own drum. Um, and, and, is, that, and that drum he found on special. Yes. Uh, is looser than an unhinged cannon. Yes. I think we could, we could easily say. I love it. <laughs> um, 
But having said that, Jesus Christ, that, he was brilliant. Everything. Uh, and in that, his power. that spoil in the, the it was the last or the yeah, third? It was, yeah. It, it was in the, uh, it was in the last, yeah. yeah. We, we spoke about it. The, the like, margin was 10 goals. Two players going into an open goal. It, it, every other day of the year, it's a gimme. Yeah. And he's just not, not having it and outsmarted it, them both. It's a man playing for his career. That um, That's the best thing about it. Is one, he's yeah. gone out and said, I want to keep going. Yep. And two, he's shown it. And the thing is, um, wow, wouldn't you? How good yeah. are they going? But, yep. geez, I reckon if you could You're take time that amount of heart, because the game's over, yep. and Lake is still trying his fucking ass off. Yep. I don't think... Oldest man on the ground. I don't think more than two West Coast Eagles players could have said the same after no. quarter time. No. They no. were looking for a place to hide. And we were watching the game, and I was saying the same thing. They're looking at the gate. Yep. They, they were just thinking, put me out, I'm done. I reckon yeah. at three-quarter time, there were 18 blokes who wanted to be subbed off. Yeah, yeah, they could have. Or um, they wanted to be in Hawks Guernseys, really, because they kept on passing to him. Well, yeah, pretty um, much. And the other thing with Lake is, uh, in his interviews about it as well, he's um, almost accepted the fact that it might not be his choice. And he said, look, if they don't, you know, if the, the team decision is to go elsewhere, so be it. Yep. You can't complain. Yeah. And, and he said, look, it, it could just happen that they need to blood some new people in yep. and I'm on the outer. I'll go play for Caroline Springs. So yeah, be it. I, I think it's an awesome attitude to have. Yep. If he does bow out, Fucking fair. Come on, Clicking Balls podcast. If you're looking at looking, <laughs> at him, who's who's a better defender than him in the Hawks team at the moment? Brett's idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could that could sting. Look, he got he did get towed up in the first week of the finals, but Jeezy mm. came back well. Yeah, and and Frawley Frawley was awful in the first week of the finals. Yes, so yeah. yeah, it's going to be Frawley. Um, is the other one. Um, but I mean, what he brings is he can stand next to the monsters yep. and let Gibson run off. Even Gunston coming back off, you know, like I mean, yeah. little niggles, but. You know, Performing like that is just ridiculous. So the other outs, I think, for the Hawks is the, the their VFL team is going to get raided again. Um, yeah, I think Grimley is he's won the VFL goal kick in the last two years, and he's I think Hawthorne tried to shop him around last trade period, and they couldn't get rid of him. Yep. Um, but uh, well, the, the thing is, so it depends on what they're asking, because Hawthorne will be asking. You know, they don't want any wood. No. Yeah. And, and there's no point. I mean. Uh, who's going to trade something good for surplus? When exactly, yeah. The Hawks just don't have... Um, They're making ends meet just fine. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, Hawthorne don't need to trade, and if they have a trade, you know, there has to be something worth their effort. Yeah, I They're, think Hawthorne have got like a stock standard um, voicemail reply. I said, sorry, Hawthorne, I'm not interested in... <laughs> Whichever player. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, H, Bennell, and at the moment. And it's something that yeah, the Franklin deal has um, uh, released and so uh, for Franklin out I think the, the only free agents they got in were Frawley and uh, John O'Rourke no John O'Rourke was a trade um, Frawley was the one that's got a lot of people Simkin. salty though um, you know especially yeah, Melbourne supporters 17 other Melbourne players <laughs> I don't think Melbourne were all that salty at all because they went oh we're going to lose Frawley you're going to get pick number two for him mm-hmm. okay yep yep um, right. no, yep. Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. geez, oh sorry Frawley uh, pick yep. number three sorry who'd they use uh, Brayshaw. Oh, yeah. So you got Petraka who didn't play this year, and yeah. and Brayshaw. Melbourne Brayshaw. were wrapped. Brayshaw and versus Frawley. Eight. Two weeks ago, people were laughing at. Them. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. No. And, fair play. And then uh, Frawley said two goals kicked on him in three weeks. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's it's worked out, and you know he's got his premiership, so that's the way it goes. Where's the mm. list of picks? Do you nick that mouse back off me? Oh, you yeah. got over there. Um, I don't know where the draft picks are. There wasn't there for website. Well, they haven't released it yet because they've still got the compensation oh, picks yeah, and yeah, the yeah. retrade 
uh, crap to go. So um, they've released what it is at the moment. I saw it. I looked at it today. So we've got the 2015 free agents list up here. Um, do you want to go through it team by team? Sure. Best way to look. Yeah. Um, so we start with Adelaide and the biggest free agent, um, Paddy Dangerfield, going yep. to Geelong. It's going to happen one way or another. Either yep. e- either he signs as a free agent or um, uh, Adelaide will match it and then make a trade. Yeah. Uh, I think. It, I, I heard oh. somebody else even say that um, all other teams have just backed off and just yeah, let it happen. Before we yeah. before we move on, um, one of the announcements today was um, Wusher to Essendon. So I think a moment of silence uh, yeah. in order for that bloke. Uh, he was a good lad. Um, he's been a successful coach, but he's doomed now. Yeah, well, I mean, he was at West Coast, yeah. He's he's obviously... He was was and, he their premiership? And they have said yeah, they're looking at targeting Bunnell. Yeah. But the thing is, he's got to update his model. I mean, he, he won premierships at West Coast by just giving them methamphetamines, and uh, that's pretty much it. Went to Gold Coast, tried cocaine, didn't work. I mean, Essendon have tried peptides. What's he got left in his sleeve? Well, that's just it. Essendon have cut the middleman and just hired a fucking pharmacist straight up. It's uh, <laughs> the joke that just keeps on giving that one. But um, oh, well, it? I was going to get there because we got you know a lot of teams to get through. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Bash on. on. Uh, Brody Martin, he's cactus. Uh, I think, yeah, he was he's actually literally delisted. He's gone, yeah. Brent Riley. I don't think literally. He's retired. He's literally a cactus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally a cactus. Right. Um, Jed Adcock, he's so, going to be playing somewhere next year. So Jed Adcock's the interesting one because uh, Brisbane had told him not interested, um, yep. which was very weird. Uh, I thought he'd be... Yeah. A team that's had people that running for the hills. Yep. Well, uh, maybe, maybe he's just a cock. Well, they've said the team's been talking to him, so... They, I mean, they, they might change just, their mind. Could just be a marketing thing, well... Oh. They yeah they announced it I think before the season ended. Too, the thing is, if teams are talking to him, you'd think Brisbane would be like, oh no, we want to keep him. Like we want Get unless you give us him. a brilliant offer. Yeah, but well, I mean, if we start tallying Brisbane smart decisions, where you know, <laughs> yeah, in fairness, they have I mean, made some but I mean, this one, so. He's unrestricted anyway, so any team that's going to talk to him can say, well, we could trade you for him, or we could just sign him. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. um, they pulled that trigger very early. Um, Lewenberger. Lewenberger is the other one. big one because yep. uh, he's a restricted free agent, but. I think that um, Brisbane have pretty much said, like, okay, what, what's out there? Yeah. You know, we're going to look at him. Yeah. And Wusher has already said he's one on their radar. Yeah. Yep. Because they need a, a Ruckman. They, they need that, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look. So they just signed him. They still need a new coach. Yeah. <laughs> if he hasn't sent an email to Pavlich's manager, um, Pavlich. Um, Lewenberger's? Have a cough, champ. Yeah. That was in there. Uh, Sandlin's manager, uh, Goldstein's manager, every Ruckman in the comps manager, and said, you boys interested? I'd be shocked. Uh, they certainly go around the around the grounds. So I was yeah. actually researching all the trade movements this week, and it seems like everyone's got the same fucking manager anyway. It's yeah. Paul Connors, <laughs> whatever his name is. Yep. So someone's signed up for trade. Manager Paul Connors says... Da, 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 da. Well, it was uh, Pickers. Rick, it was been... Ricky Nixon, and then he you know, decided well, he's going to start banging 15 year olds some shit. Girl, so yeah. If yeah. your trade manager can't negotiate with her, you're kind of fucked. Um, That's a good point. And then it was <laughs> Liam uh, Pickering, um, who had Gary yeah, Ablett, right. you know, yeah, the big yeah. free agency. Yeah. Then he had Franklin, the big... Signing. Who yep. then, as soon as he got up to Sydney, gave him the ass, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, nice. But anyway, I think he collects on that ten-year contract regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ten percent. Yeah. Um, so uh, next, we move on to Carlton, who've had uh, three, uh, well, two big retireds um, in Judd and Carazzo, yeah. and then Ellard, who's been a, a servant of the club. Yeah. Um, and so they're looking at a, a real big clean out. The thing is, based on the um, sort of way that the previous years Carlton off, off, 
Offcast, Outcast, have gone. Yeah, Everyone's so, going through their team with a fine tooth comb. Oh, Yaren, get up for a Yaren will be a superstar, at Richmond. <laughs> well, the thing is, they're they're trying hard to play hardball with Yaren, and like he's not that important. Like, there's <laughs> way more people in your so, list that you'd want. We, we, we I think they said today that we're looking for a first round draft pick. Not going. Fuck, <laughs> not going to happen. All right, uh, yeah. Let's look at the other clubs. Like, then. You know, yeah. we're doing you a favor, yeah. Like yeah, he doesn't <laughs> want to be there, and you guys didn't really want him, and all of a sudden now he's really valuable. It's very hard you know. when they say we're going to trade you, we're going to trade you, going to trade you. Yeah. Uh, we want big bucks for him. Uh, yeah. He's going to go anyways. So. Yeah. This is Bargain Hunt to be telling them, just maybe move along and find something else. Speaking of which. Bargain Hunt? No. Oh, uh, Matthew Cruiser. <laughs> who uh, they've Cruiser. also said, geez, you know what? We think we can, we, can, we can offload Cruiser and get some good, decent, you know, combo yeah. picks, you know, <laughs> on the free agency side of things. Yeah. Collingwood did their due diligence and went, uh, no thanks. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't pass the physical. Yep. Wow. So, all of a sudden... Uh, they tried to do a Gumbleton and uh, got found out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it is just what you do. You do, Like, um, otherwise... What's his name? Anyone who sold a car knows that. <laughs> who was it last year? I know, for, I was trying to think of the name, yeah. Jack... Um, he went to Richmond and had a Tren- fitness test. Trengrove, yeah. Trengrove. Was it Trengrove or the other Jack? No, Trengrove. Trengrove it was yeah, Jack yeah. Trengrove, Trengrove, yeah. yeah. Who yep. didn't pass a fitness test. Yep, yep. Um, So, another one this and year hasn't passed a fitness test. Harvey Bennell didn't either because he didn't turn up to it. Well, there's a story there, I think. As well. <laughs> yeah, and that's under G. I think. <laughs> um, Collingwood McAffer, um, who's re-signed, he's had the entire year out with a, was it a shoulder or a knee. No, it was knee. Um, so he'll come back next year. Yeah, or um, with Collingwood still, Lockie Henderson's the other guy they're shopping around uh, for Carlton. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't he there? Because he's yeah. a trade, not a free trade, agent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Touching yeah. the wrong um, I don't think he'll be at Carlton next year. I reckon uh, there's far too much interest in him. Man. Yeah. Carlton yeah. will. Grab whatever they can. Yep. Blues play a hard ball on Aaron Henderson. Aaron Henderson, yeah. yeah. There is, yeah. Yeah, but it, with um, Collingwood as well, McCaffrey's re-signed. Um, Seedsman. Seedsman, is, yeah. They look like they're shopping um, around for, for trades. I know North has been interested in him. And I think there was another uh, younger lad who hasn't got had a game yet who's... Uh, yes. Out. Oh, I can't remember his name. name. He hasn't debuted yet, but he's had two injury-interrupted years, mm. and they're trying to offload him. And I think that Buckley came out and said his problems are going to follow him. Didn't well, specify what those problems were, whether they're injury or attitude or whatever, but it was digging the boots in a little bit. If it's so, injury, then people have said the same about uh, Joel Selwood. So yeah, it's, it's a risk, but sometimes they pay off. Sometimes they just Generally, when they make, the make a comment like that, it's a discipline-related issue or it, things it, like that. It sounded like it, but I think he tried to clarify it afterwards. But but uh, you have heard the rumour, and look, take them for what they are, that Bucks and the playing group don't get along too well. It certainly was, um, and I think that's why uh, Didac, uh, Heath Shaw, um, yep. and there was a few others why those players haven't been moved out. But I think that... It's it's his team now. Yeah, I agree. And it's starting, but yeah, you don't know. You I, never know. I think well, the way six games rumors are rumors. He's only six games away from getting sacked. Yeah, yeah. The, the way I went Every down, coach is six games away yeah. from getting sacked. The way I went down, I'm sure there were a lot of sort of unsure and fuck this sort of shit. But yeah. I think the way they performed this year was above what I expected, and they sort of fell short of their own expectations that yeah. came about from how successful they were until but the head injuries. they played well, though. They just missed out yeah. on... Like, this. Yep. about five weeks in a row where they were just off the pace. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But looking at their side, can they win a flag? And yeah. to me, it, it obviously depends on um, what comes in, what goes out, how other teams are going. But their best players are getting on in years and... Yeah, but the young players coming through are stars, yeah, though. No, they've, they've got, got, some, the Elliot, they've they've got, got a lot some of decent ones coming through. But I mean, uh, keep them fit. Swan and Pendlebury uh, are both up there, but we've just had the oldest 
yeah. grand final team yeah, ever yeah. get over yeah. the line and get over the line well. Yeah. It, which is funny, you know. Um, yeah. How and, and the thing is, if you can't bring in young talent and teach them how to play the midfield like Swan or Pendlebury, then yeah. Swan and Pendlebury need to really pull their head in. <laughs> And the thing is, that's what Collingwood do now, is they can push Swan and Pendlebury in sort of almost like troubleshooters. Yeah. Someone's having a bad matchup, you can stick them in there, and they've got people, who can, young kids who can come through in the middle and, you know, play their role. Um, even offer something a bit extra they can't offer. Yeah. Well, they are bringing blokes in as well. They're apparently going to be quite oh, aggressive good. this um, trade period. Should be bringing some birds in. Well, <laughs> maybe that'll help too. But um, move on to the, the sad uh, the 2015... Dons. 2014, 2013. That has feel been bad given Essen and shit now that Gordo was so helpful to us. <laughs> um, in the, the Brownlow medal life cast, yeah. Gordo was a Google. Um, I think uh, Essendon are going to be very big players. Uh, when you it have comes to, to be. You absolutely have to be. This season, uh, this off season. Um, and they flagged it early and they said, we're going to you know move a, a lot of players on. Yep. Um, and as soon as Wush has just come out and gone Wush and said, you know, we want Benel. Yep. And we're going to look at Lewenberger as well, yep. uh, which you already spoke about. And they've got a lot of chips out there too. Uh, Bell Chambers has just resigned. I thought that was interesting. Yep. Courtney Dempsey, I reckon they won't be too disappointed. Yeah. And Tate Pairs as well if yep. they move on. Yeah. And Stanton, they probably want to hang on to. And look, here's the thing that I think is that they've got talent there, which is pretty decent. Like It's not great, um, but performing that environment yeah. is not helping. Round two against Hawthorne. They yep. were brilliant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's... That's where James Hurd sort of flagged that this is where this is a team to watch. This yeah. is what's going to happen. So I think that it's that environment that's not conducive to getting the most out of those players, especially how toxic it's been. Yeah. So I think it's best for most of the players that are there to move on for them and for Essendon. Yeah. So I think this could be real the the bargain bin for the AFL draft that you'll find the most moving in because it's best for Essendon and it's best for the teams yeah. that are trying to approach those players. With Essendon, Fletcher's gone. So you're losing 400 games of experience right there. You've got a captain um, last year, and Watson's a brilliant player and a great captain, but it got to him, and he uh, took a step back. Um, Heppel stood up and was fantastic, but would it be worth having a punt on some leadership, especially in the forward line, and looking at Pav? No way, game. Would you ask the question, though? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. You yeah. ask the question yep. for everyone. Yep. Um, I, I, just, I can't see Pavlich leaving for yeah. I, I don't want to see it. No. But if you're a Wusher, you're on the phone to him and saying, mate, can we tempt you? Mate, imagine if you had Goddard kicking a pav. Yeah. It's pretty fucking good looking up there, isn't it? Yeah, um, they went wrong with... Well, they didn't go so well as they'd hoped with Chapman. But no, it was well, worth, worth, fell out around punt. behind him, really. It was he, worth a punt. No, his first year was good. He, he played well. Everything yeah. else fell out. Uh, and he was unlucky. Like, this year, he didn't get out of the park enough, which is yeah. fair enough, you yeah. say. Yeah. But if you got one good year out of that, yeah. I think yeah. you've done it right. Do they look to try and do it again with Stevie J? No. I don't think Essendon would benefit as much from Stevie J. Couldn't kick goals this year. That was their problem. They could not kick a score. I don't think Stevie J would necessarily want to go there. Mate, that might be the thing. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I really like the Gold Coast connection with Stevie J. I think that's a really good move. Gold Coast have already said no, apparently. Really? Well, it depends on on who you listen to. According to one bloke, it's no. Another bloke, it's already a contract. Another bloke, he's got a a three-year with Geelong, so... I guess we'll just have to wait until Stevie J uh, decides to let us everyone know. Um, apparently, and there are all rumours, and this is the best time to get a rumour out there because yep. um, it'll be. If flooded. you're looking for rumours, <laughs> you can hear them here. Um, apparently, uh, Ablett wants him. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, the hierarchy's not that keen. 
the hurricane needs to pull their fucking head in. That's what I reckon too. Um, well, they've already got rid of blights and they've yeah. already got rid of a coach last year. So, having said that, we've already heard from a few journos that it's a signed deal. Yeah, and that they're not interested. So, either yeah. way, I, I reckon um, it'll be great for Essendon, but I don't think they'll get him. Yeah, um, it'll be great for Gold Coast too. Yeah, well, Essendon needs leadership. So yeah. you'd be looking at blokes who are on probably two hundred fifty games plus. Yeah, like anyone who's um, an on-field leader that they can grab they'd be mad not They'll to be, at well, least have an interview. Wherever, wherever he goes, it's going to be a uh, play plus coach role uh, contract. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be two years on the field, one year off, yep. you know, that kind mm. of thing. And that's what he's been looking for. Even um, Freo could probably utilise him up forward there, give him another option, probably get a cheap couple of years out of him. Well, I mean... It's well, their window's starting to close. It's not silly. Yeah. I mean, they do have Ballantyne and Walters, who are yeah. small forwards. But, I mean, you have Stevie J play up the ground a little exactly. bit more. You're not looking at him as a full-time full forward, but... but again scoring's been their problem yeah yep. and that's what Stevie J does and the best what, what happened with their scoring was that whenever they were restricted with their run their scoring just dried up yeah. and the run came from the half back yeah. and look, it's not um, just their scoring it's probably it's the inside 50s it's their ability to move ball rapidly it, yeah. they just don't um, they don't attack as quickly as a lot of other teams they play chess well they're such a well drilled side like I said oh, they, they have their structures and all that and it's almost they just stick to it yeah exactly exactly um, right yeah Hopefully, you know, we'll, if Fife gets a full season and he can do things that just blows it away, yeah. Hopefully, they go. Oh, you know what? Maybe let's embrace this. Yeah, and yep. imagine. Uh, hopefully, they won't match up too early. But uh, Gold Coast versus uh, Frio, Fife on Ablett, both fit. Yeah, that's yep. worth the price of admission. I mean, remember this year when we had Dangerfield on Fife? Yeah, how good was that? Yeah. Um, hopefully, yep. more of that. Fife on Ablett would be amazing. Yeah, a fully fit Ablett again. It'd be like having Australia versus. England for an Ashes and just have Graham Swan bowl to Matthew Hayden for like the entire <laughs> innings and then have Warnie on the other end well no someone shit so they get to you know just fucking kick <laughs> plenty of sixes yeah. Warnie to one of his bunnies Geelong who are going to obviously um, the, the big play with Dangerfield which is a massive get for him yeah. I, I fell into their lap exactly they yeah. must just be like god damn it's one See, time it's good to be Geelong I almost hope that they have the sort of GWS uh, Sydney buddy situation going with that. We got him, we got him, we got him. Wait, fuck, what? <laughs> I think the fact that he's already come out and said, I'm going there. Right? Yeah. Um, it would be funny, though, if Sydney signed you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they can't because they're stupid. All of a sudden, Essendon are like, huh, we got him? Sweet. <laughs> but how, how um, scary is a midfield with Selwood and Dangerfield? Fucking nice. Shit, there'll be free kicks everywhere. But, <laughs> let's hope they trip over each other and just you know, yeah, bang into each other yeah. and start fighting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, we know who's going to start bleeding first. Yeah, yeah this is true. Um, I'm not sure if James Kelly's been told he's moving on. Pretty yeah, sure. they've already moved Pretty him sure, on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we yeah. don't know where he's going yet. And Matthew Stokes, I'm not sure if, if he's finished. Can't I think they've told him no. Um, so he, he, But I don't know if he's retired yet. Yeah. So those two guys have still got to make that choice. I think out of them, uh, Stevie J is the most likely to still find another place. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I doubt that he's going to retire. Uh, he'll, yeah. he'll get an offer, so I think he's going to hang around. I think it'll just be the right offer for him. I mean, yeah. there are plenty of teams where he fits in and does good things there. So, um, And there's still a chance that they'll sign uh, the other Selwood over from WA, mm. Scotty Selwood. But the thing yeah. is, do they need him? No. No, no, no. The, the only reason they're doing it would be to... Please, Joel. Please, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> and now that they've got Dangerfield, I don't think... like You're not paying big bucks for this. <laughs> Fuck <Scottie> Joel. <laughs> <laughs> um, onto the Hawks, you've pretty much already spoken about. Um, I mean, Suckling and Whitecross, there are rumours that they're both heading um, to Queensland. Although, in the grand final, I did notice that uh, Whitecross, he's had two knee recos and his arm was in a sling. Yeah. Um, so, there might be dangers there. He's got one limb left. 
Um, Suckling, I mean, you, you throw... They're going to pay overs um, for him to get him you out of there. You were with a premiership player. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it might be one that Hawthorne can just say, look, mate, yeah, money's too it. good. Yeah. You got your two flags. Yeah. See ya. Um, not much they can do there. Um, Melbourne. Uh, the, the, the big Russian. Uh, they've already said goodbye to him. Um, but the, all the talk around trade is going to be Jack Watts. Yeah. Mm. If he goes... And if he does, what do they get for him? It's a tough sell. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like selecting a draft pick after you've already found out how they're going to be. Yeah, and they haven't scrubbed it too well. You're not going to trade top draft picks for him because no. fuck that. But you know, if you can get value, there'll be teams will be interested. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's potential. Yeah. But they're not going to pay on potential. They're going to pay on actual. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. might get a second round. Like a second round might be overs. If you get him for a third rounder, you're somebody yeah. like uh not not the Bulldogs. GWS fucking I don't know. GWS like just, Eagles. Essendon yeah. probably want to punt, I don't know. Um Brisbane, they're gonna have some holes. Like there's a lot of teams that go, nah, maybe But maybe. he could he could be the one that are on day three of the Port. trade period. Teams yeah. who've already sort of packed up and gone, Alright, we're good. Well, actually what's on the table? What have we got in the back pocket? Yeah. Oh we yeah. got a we got a third rounder. Yeah. Reckon they might have that? Why not? We'll ask. We'll try. Yeah. Oh, walk away. Oh, fuck. It'll be like when you go to Bunnings just to get one item. Yeah. And you come back. And <laughs> What's like, in the bit on the way out? Oh, sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you never get one. Oh, look, it was on special. I got Jack Watts. Um, look, <laughs> he, he, he'll come good. He'll come good, really. He's a better but, bloke than Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Would not surprise me in the least to see him in red and white next year. Just put that one. St. George. Right out there. Yes, St. George. <laughs> Um, on to North. North, who have been big movers when it comes to... Uh, the, Picking up trash. Trade <laughs> they don't fuck about either. They got all their trades done on the first day last year. Yeah. And the year before, I think it was most on the first and one on the second. So they, they came in and went, all right, give, uh, Higgins, you ready? Yep, cool. All right, you're in. Uh, and Wait, look, how about you? You done? Okay, done. All right, going home. A massive tick to Higgins this year. Yeah. Wait, yeah, pretty good. Yep. I, I'd say um, about... Yeah, a good second half. As good as you could hope. Yeah, without being patronising, maybe a little bit better. He had uh, his first half was abysmal. His Look, he did final stiff, series, he did stuff when it matters is very good. And like, forget the whole season. If you can make Jared Wright do something in the finals, <laughs> yeah. then that's where Carlton got wrong. Just not make a finals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't kick a goal against the Eagles, but the effort was there, and yeah. that's important with yeah. Blake, especially. And, and he Blake. made the opposition have to be accountable for him, yeah. and they have to be accountable for him outside fifty. So that's a really important um, piece to free Ben Brown up in some space in the forward fifty. Yeah. Um, Brown didn't have the best season, um, mainly because expectations were so high after yeah. being Mr. September the yeah. season before. Last year, he was awesome in September, and this year, yeah. he looked at sea. Yeah. Mm. Well, he looked pretty found out, but he's yeah. only young, so this happens, and that's how you adjust your game. Well, that, yeah, that's I mean, it. He was adequate. He, he wasn't um, he, wasn't anything more than that. He was awful in that West Coast yeah, game. Yes, he, was. he was. horrible. West Coast? Yeah, it was West Coast. It he was, was jumping too early. Both in games. the prelim. Um, yeah, even against Richmond, he wasn't very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the talk was that he was getting... Jumper pulled and everything, but so like, that's, everyone that's, else on the ground. Yeah. Forwards, yeah. forwards yeah. get that every week. You're a big boy. Um, yeah, just slam the first bloke and run with it. Then the, the, the big thing for, thing for North was they signed all the players they needed to sign. Yeah, um, yep. especially Robbie Tarrant, who had a breakout year, which is one of the few calls I got right. Yeah, um, mm. big contract too, wasn't it? Four years, something yeah, like that. Something like that yeah. Three um, plus one. Yeah, something. look at the start of the season, it was probably they were looking at him as, mate, are we, are we worth uh, sticking with you? It was, it was last go round, yeah, for sure. Yep, and look. Uh, He's been a revelation down back and deserves a four-year contract. Yeah. Um, because if, if North didn't give it to him, other teams would. Yeah. 
But um, in terms of other guys, they've delisted McMahon, which is understandable. He's, he's been struggling. And they've got some young lads coming through they really need to get more game time into. Riff. But um, they're after Bennell, apparently, still. Just because a lot of other teams have dropped out. They're like, <laughs> we might be able to, yeah. might be able to sneak a, a, cheek, a cheeky one in. Um, and Seisman from um, Collingwood. And they'll there'll always be that surprising trade where, you know, a bloke who is expected to be picked up isn't, and they might be like, we've got Aaron Black here. Do you reckon yeah. we could uh, swap yeah. him over? I think they're going to move on Aaron Black. Yeah, well, I think so. With, um, with the forward line, as it, I think Black is a fantastic talent, but he's, his highlight reel is brilliant. His week-to-week effort is ordinary. Yeah. Um, having said that, a team, like, right. a team like Frio would love to have him because he's a, a creative big forward. Well, and they need that. Well, Freo, apparently Benel's yeah. is telling every man and his dog that it's a done deal with Freo. And that's why he's acting like a cunt in Melbourne. He <laughs> doesn't, doesn't want the teams to want him. Hey, he's just looking for a good night out with Dusty. Yeah, well, yeah why not? And, with, with and who dust. would... Dusty would murder him on a night out. <laughs> Wouldn't be close. Um, Freo have also got to try and work out how they can get uh, McCarthy out of GWS. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. Especially he's GWS. still contracted for two years. Yeah, and GWS got cash too, so... So it's, it's players hard. or draft picks. Well, not even draft picks. You guys don't need those. So it's Freo players. Have them, so. Yeah, say, uh, Freo mm. might uh, trade on Zach Dawson. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Somebody else's turn. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, which, yeah, like GWS and um, Gold Coast, we, we were both missed here because this is a list of uh, free agents and they don't yeah. have any because they haven't yep. been around yep. long enough. Yep. But um, now that we're moving on to Port, uh, Charlie Dixon has already said that's where he wants to go. Really? It's... Uh, be a great get for Port. They've got to work it out. Yeah. Does um, someone else want to go to Port, wasn't there? Or someone... No, Schultz was looking at leaving, leaving Port for Freo. No, but he's signed on. He's yep. signed on again. So, Schultz and D- Dixon, um, that's a pretty dangerous looking forward line. I thought Schultz deserved another year. I mean, he's still yeah. worth it, yep. uh, I thought. Um, I guess it depends if they could stitch up Dixon or not. They might have been trying to think, can we get Dixon in? And then we'll look at the contract. And but, can we fit um, yeah. you know, Schultz in? But yep. uh, they've already signed Schultz, so that's good news for him. Um, yeah. But... Uh, they, they need some muscle. Else. That's what they need. Yeah, they do. And last time Scotty Thompson is running there, just run through people, not worry about playing footy too much. Yeah. Which Scotty Thompson? The Adelaide one? North Melbourne? North Melbourne one. Okay. Yeah. I just want... They you, can do it with I mean, they, they need a prick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They need like a... But one that can back it up with a bit of muscle, not like Ballantyne, you know. You like Byron Pickett. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Um, yeah. Port Adelaide Byron Pickett, not need, Melbourne Byron Pickett. They need someone built like Magic Door, North acts Melbourne. like Brian Lake. North Melbourne Byron Pickett. He was good too. North yeah. Melbourne Byron Pickett. So he put that that sort of toughness through the field that Martin couldn't be fucked running up and ground. Yeah. He's the reason that other teams switched to wearing brown pants. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's Port. Um, I mean, their biggest thing is they want to uh, top up. Uh, there are rumours that um, Matthew Lobb is looking to go elsewhere as well. Uh, yep, um, yep. They've signed him, yeah. but he's another ruckman who. Yeah. Paddy Wright is going to be the number one ruck. He took a long time, yep. well, uh, half a year. Sort of to really get going, but when he was going, like, he murdered Hawthorne. I got yeah. lucky. Uh, second game. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. got, got, got lucky against Essendon. That's right. I think with the introduction of uh, free agency, the value of re-signing someone out of free agency isn't as sort of indicative of what their future is going to be as it used not to be. Always, yeah. not, because you want to get something for them, so you sign them, then you trade them on. The biggest problem with free agency is most people commentating on footy don't understand it. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, he's a free agent." No, he's a trade. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, well, anyway, a lot. And the other thing with Dangerfield, they reckon that apparently he if he might not be able to get through to Geelong in the draft if it goes to that, so they might trade through another team in three-party, well, three-team trades. Um, it'll it'll get done to Geelong. I, I, I hope someone fucks them over. Either, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll totally trade him on. <laughs> nah. Um, because if 
uh, Adelaide match it, they'll work a trade. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. They're being, yep. like, it'll get done. Yeah. And you got teams like Carlton who are, you know, going to shift off someone. Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on to the Tigers. The Tigers yep. got everyone stitched up. Mm-hmm. They've uh, re-signed uh, Rance at about round 17, so he was the only one that was really in danger yeah. of losing. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't think they're going to trade out much because they've no. had a couple of um, uh, big retirements in um, Newman and Foley. Yep. Um, Freed up some room too. They're long-time players. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, it might have been, I don't know if it was hard because someone else came out and said that they won't trade for Yaron. The thing is, I mean, Yaron, you could probably slot him in in a few places, but he's not someone you want to trade for. He's, he's someone you would consider taking, not someone you're like, shit, we've got to get this guy. Yeah, I know, I know the old man's a Tiger supporter, and he reckons he can find a place for Yaron. I just, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I'm like, not, not necessarily of Yaron, but fitting him into the Richmond team. Um, I don't see what he adds that we can't get from some young players. I was thinking the same thing, but in a few games that I've seen him play, he was one of the few Carlton blokes who was still having a crack in and the game was over. He there gives was up some, easy, though. Yeah, there was, but there were some other games where you just go, mate, you want to be anywhere but yep. there. And he yeah. probably did. But the fact that for a few games he was showing spirit, yeah. he's still ahead of most of the other Carlton players. That's it. I think Richmond aren't at a point where they gamble on a player like Aaron. Yeah. Especially if you have to pay something for him, I think they're much, much better gambling on getting young talent in because you've got experience there, you've got a good structure, you've got Choco there who can nurture experience like no one else. Uh, based on uh, Richmond's uh, trade and recruiting policy, they'll probably trade Rance for him. <laughs> no, we sacked for all the years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting with, with uh, Richmond because they, I don't know what their cap rooms like. A current is pretty good, I think. Yeah, I yeah. thought it would have been because they haven't got anybody on the big money. Um, I, I think Rance was signed a bit, Martin. Coxon. I think we had uh, Revolt um, a bit. sort of the three and four year contracts yeah. for um, players who had experience that were pretty heavy. And so now that they've sort of run their time and they've either moved on or um, traded out, we've got room because when during that time when we signed, I think it was Martin and someone else, we signed on the sort of provision that they need to take cuts in order for the team just keep yeah. the team yeah. together and yeah. um, for that but now that you've had those retirements of older players that's freed up lots of cap room so you've still got those players locked in at sort of bargain prices and so I think now in the next two years is where you need to get your team set to play to win a, win a, a grand final if that yeah. can happen um, because you can't start trading out you need to get people in to fill those gaps yeah uh, they did very well, I think, last year too with uh, Taylor Hunt. I thought yeah, he, he yeah. showed that it was worth. He did worth. enough, yeah, did yep. enough, did enough. Um, did a couple of shocking things, but did enough. Yeah, and it's not like they need to improve a massive amount. Yep. They just need that little bit here yep. and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, you know, it's all going to come down. They need to win a final. It's yeah, exactly. We've been saying that for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, the Saints have been uh, big movers in um, hoarding draft picks the last couple of years and paid off too. Uh, paid off I well. think it's going to pay off. Yeah, yeah. They'd have to be happy with their year. Um, I don't know if they're going to be uh, in the stage to try and pick up um, some ready-made talent. Yeah. Like Stevie J, obviously to help that side now, but he's not yeah. right for them. They're not playing. So, they're like not that. looking to go deep in the finals next year. I mean, if they can, they'll love it. No, yeah. but that's not their goal. They're looking no. two years, maybe three yeah. down the track. Look, I yeah, think Stevie uh, J is a four-line coach for the Saints. Would be sensational, maybe, but not on the field. Not so on the field. Yeah, no, because no. um, you're getting rid of people like Memory and Bruce up there who. Have Doing well, sort of running in space. You don't want to clog that one up too much. They're well, sort of got, two years off that last yeah. piece, which think, is what Stevie yeah. J is. I think a they, last want, piece. they want forward-facing goal kickers, if it makes sense. So people who yeah. kick running towards yep. goal, not leading out from goal. But yeah, they've got a damn good midfield. Their forward lines shaping together rather nicely, and you know maybe a little bit of run out of the back they could benefit from. But every team can say that. 
Yeah, and just yeah, yeah a bit of conditioning. Having said that, they haven't been scared to um, put it all out there during yeah. the trade period. I mean, mm. with uh, McAvoy, yeah, yeah. who uh, I'd still say that's a win-win trade because they've got yep. uh, Billings and Savage out yeah. of that. Savage yeah. has been pretty good for them, and Billings is going to be a star, yep. and he's that right age for them. Yeah, and they do have a young list. Um, well, they do. Um, yeah, well, except for Rewalt. Pretty young list. Well, very <laughs> young list. Fisher, yeah. And the thing is, the way that, that they've been able to bounce back and be resilient through the season is such a good sign for yeah. a young team like that. And I think that's what you can be most happy about with um, being a Saints fan was even with the ones games they won, they were losing by a lot, a lot in the first half. Yeah. And they've always pegged back big, big margins in order to win games. And that composure is hard to get in uh, mature teams like you saw with West Coast in the grand final. So you get it with a young team like St. Kilda, you, you can build on that and sort of plug in gaps. And I think you just need a bit of maturity to come in through and just, it's going to take time. The reserve side's uh, played off in a prelim this year as well. So there's a little too, bit of yeah. um, uh, experience there. Mm, yep. um, so, yeah, I, I think um, they've got every reason to be optimistic. Yeah. Uh, Sydney. Now, they've Sydney have um, made one little inroad in that they've had the trade ban not lifted yep. but eased slightly yep. so they can get free agency players in that are, have you know I think it's 450 or something like that um, right. per season right. um, Jetta is the big one yep. um, because he's already said I, I want to go back to WA Frio, yeah. so he's going to go to Frio probably or yep. Eagles I, th- I think Frio well, are the only two teams in WA so I think Frio will be tough likely. to fit in small running players like that in the team yeah, I think because you've got Benel who wants to go to Frio as well He's going to be running out of half back, probably, or, or on the wing. I don't think fit him and Benel in the team. I think they fit both. No. Yeah, so you reckon Eagles? He, yeah, he's I going to Eagles. WA. There's no doubt he's going. I reckon Eagles pick him up, and even them, I don't, I don't think they really want him either, to be honest. I don't know. Depends, Depends on what you give yeah. up for him. Again, it's the price. If, yeah. if the price is right, people will buy any old shit. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. It's just true. That's why eBay's around. Yep. Fact, maybe they pop him on eBay and see what happens. <laughs> if he gets it right, he, he can be a match winner. Yeah, uh, the problem yep. is sometimes this year he looked downright lazy. Yeah, yeah, and the um, thing is, you got eighty match winners. You don't win matches. Yeah, um, the that could be a t-shirt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. West Coast Eagles, um, they've uh, signed everyone they needed. Uh, Scotty Selwood's the only one that they might uh, let him go to Geelong. If so, because uh, I th- think he's surplus to their needs anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he was an emergency for the grand final this year, um, yep. and they've got um, Eric McKenzie and uh, Mitch Brown to come back in. Yeah. Um, so I, I think obviously, look, they made a grand final and they'd be very happy with that, except for the result. Yeah. Look, if um, but getting there was a massive effort for this young side, um, considering that they lost Bo Walters um, to retirement preseason. Yep. Um, I think it was preseason as well. Look, I think if you're getting rid of Scotty Selwood, I think you'd probably slot Jetta in there. Um, yeah. Quite nicely, I think you'd be able to throw him around in there. I reckon it's worth a punt because again, you don't need to improve by much. Yeah, they're they're in the frame. Look, yeah, their goal next year is top four, obviously. Yeah, and, uh, and it seems like the ball's in their court anyway because yeah. Jetta said that that's where he wants to go. So, and like I said, us geniuses have kind of free out of the race. So it's <laughs> the West Coast. Um, Patrick McGinnity is an unrestricted free agent, and he is the whipping boy um, at West Coast at the minute. So, if there yep. is an offer for him, and I'll be might be surprised if there is, but yep. if there is one, I think that they'll just go okay. Yep, just done. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also big uh, rumours that Lysette is being targeted oh, yeah. um, by Sydney. Yep. Um, he was he was to be their second ruckman behind Nat Nui now that Cox retired. Yep. Um, but Sinclair um, overtook him this year. And I don't right. think Lysette played more than half a dozen. Yeah. Um, and I thought, uh, especially in the qualifying final, um, Sinclair looked like a world beater. 
in the ground. Yeah. Fine, like a complete spud. I think he was the worst on ground. He got I su- think he actually out. outscored some Hawks players. In, in what? Uh, he, <laughs> no, in giving Hawthorne scores. <laughs> he, he was more help for Hawthorne than some players. Bloody oath. <laughs> and kicks to advantage. <laughs> there was one part right in the middle of the ground where he, he fumbled the, the ball and then dropped it and then yeah. and missed it off the ground. And yep. then Sammy Mitchell kicked it out and it goes out to Rioli or somebody. Yeah. And go, Mate, you're up. just not having yeah. a day. Yeah. There was also one. Uh, can't remember who had a shot on goal um, early in the first. And uh, I think Gibson or Lake touched it on the line. Yeah. And Sinclair's gone, touch, touch, touch. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Hang on. Hang on. And you wonder why they start rumours about Ruckman. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Stereotypes <laughs> are there for a reason. I do remember that kick, actually. He's um, called it touch on his own goal line. Yeah. Well, he's just an honest lad. Yeah, honest is one way of putting it. <laughs> or he's a cunt. <laughs> um, and finally, the Bulldogs. Uh, Bulldogs have got a few people that they might be looking on to, to move. Uh, Jared Grant hasn't got a contract yet. Yeah, I think this is a very sort of surprising and welcome problem for the Bulldogs to have. With a lot of young little talent there, they are gonna they don't need to hold on to. In fact, they probably need to get rid of a little bit of it and trade in for a couple of key positions. Well, do you break uh, a massive taboo and shop Libertoria around? Considering no, he gave them nothing this season. Nah. Well, no. nothing this season since he um, tore his ACL. Yeah. Plus, when you're looking for members, you need to keep those people around. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, you, you lose him. And a future captain. Actually, yeah. would you make that phone call? And his dad answered the phone. <laughs> no. Hello, <laughs> Tony. Oh, hang up. No. Fourth time, hang up tonight. Text from another country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make sure i got global roaming. <laughs> Send a fucking pigeon. I don't care. <laughs> Scratch this. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at the people who, you know, you got Bontempelli, you got Stringer, you got Libertorio, like you said, and people who can multi-position play similar roles. Mate, mm. Yeah, this side is geared up for a yep. massive 2016. Yeah, well, and again, like uh, we've said many times before, injuries are a massive part of uh, setting up a side for a season. Yeah, losing a quality player Libertore at the beginning of the season, yeah, fucks the whole season up. Yeah, best um, and fairest. Yeah, yeah. Him in the side, they're better. There's no doubt they're a better side. Yep. And this team was good enough to make finals with him and with a whole season preparing around a quality midfield that they have. Yeah, they'll go deep. Look, another year into Tom Boyd. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, who we know he can be a monster, but he wasn't there yet. He's yep. on a massive contract. You've got to start delivering. I know it's only year two of this contract, and he's third year in the yeah, league. Yeah, something like that. You've got to do something. Well, look, he played good in their prelim final for Bees. Um, yeah. For Footscray or whatever yeah, they Footscray. call themselves these days. The and so I think just a bit of um, match fitness, getting um, well looked after and well recuperated. Big, young and big guys, it's hard. In there, yeah. They've got all the ingredients that you need. Like they've got a, a really good back line that'll run the ball out fast. One key backman is all they need. Yeah. I think they're. What, a bloke mid- like Brian Lake? Yes. <laughs> uh, Brian Lake was awful in his last year there. Yeah. Um, uh, again, because I was reading so much after the premiership, they said when he came over to Hawthorne, the Hawthorne players are still on leave. He went, yeah. right, well, I've got to start work. He lost five kilos before the Hawthorne players Damn. came back. And, and that's why he's become, you know, reinvented his career. But yeah, it's literally, a Brian Lake is somebody they need. Their mid-size and small backs are you know, all Australian standard. I mean, they got yeah. two in the all Australian back line. Yeah. In uh, Bob Murphy and Eastern Wood, yeah, it's not bad. And I think Just we, that one key yeah. is all they need. Well, I think when you look at their team, they've got well, any team. When when you're analysing your squad and you're planning on how you're going to win uh, finals, you have to look at what advantages do you have that you can exploit over yeah. other teams, and what are other teams going to be able to exploit over us? What are our holes? And I think Western Bulldogs have enough advantages with um, the squad that they have. Where they're young, they're determined, committed, um, winning games, and especially they out outwork you. 
Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think at the moment, when you look at trading, I think you'll trade for almost specific matchups. I mean, you look at beating teams like West Coast, Hawthorne, Sydney, yeah, um, no, Kangaroos. You might need those players who they might not always be in your 22 or they, they might um, not be key roles. But old, when you're old. playing these teams, they're going to have holes that you can't sort of cover up. And you, in order to win those games, they're going to match up on you better than you're going to match up on them. The old horses for courses theory. Yeah. yeah. Um, one good thing uh, you did say there is like, where are their holes and what can we exploit? Got one good thing in there. Um, <laughs> one thing on that is, and we, we've said it before, Beveridge has already told them, You've yeah, got to find feet. a left leg. Yep. Yep. If you can't find a left leg, you don't have a spot here. Yep. They've identified, and obviously uh, a, a Clarkson assistant, this is the way you've got to win now. We've yep. got to Absolutely. get footballers. Yeah, exactly. And Hawthorne's shown it. You, you, you're, in, you're an idiot if you ignore it. Yep. Um, you, you've got to find then, what's the next step after Five that? quarters. But, five yeah, five quarters, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we saw in the grand final, five, Hodge, five term, yeah, no. Hodge had <laughs> no right foot, and that really hurt him. When I was playing that out, I made sure... Do not say quarters. quarters. Do not say quarters. <laughs> say terms. God's little section. Finally, yeah, no, five quarters. Just an aside yeah. on that. Um, at Auskick this year, the uh, the coach told one of the parents, um, "Can you go set up the cones in three thirds?" He's like, "Not four thirds." A hole. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, Bulldogs. Um, they shouldn't be a surprise to anyone either this year, which is going to be the harder part for them. Is yeah. people are going to go, okay, what do we do for the Bulldogs? Now? Yeah. But the thing is, I think they're young enough that they potentially could be a surprise because they you don't change. know what, what they're... Yeah, they're still developing. And how they're playing now isn't how they're always going to play because they're going to go and have more than one strategy you can go into where if that one fails, then, I mean, it's hard to get those people on board onto something else without, you know... The training. Bulldogs are almost like the diggers. I mean, you know, whenever they have their premiership reunion, there's fewer and fewer blokes. <laughs> and, you know, eventually there's just one lone bloke going, can you please just fucking add to this... To this group, <laughs> even the four hundred club has more members than me. Fuck. <laughs> Just quietly, yeah. Brad Hill's twenty two and he's played in more grand finals than the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. Yeah. Um. All right. That, I think that goes us through each team. Yep. Um. So uh, that yeah, it's time we might wrap this up in a minute. Yep. Um. So what we're going to do? Uh, I don't know. Have we sorted out how we're going to do our end of season wrap ups for each side yet? No. With the, we'll figure it with out. Three K. I think, yeah, yeah maybe you'll be in charge of facts. You'll be in charge of nothing. And I'll be in, in well, charge of funny yet coincidental half-made-up stats. Okay, so we're all going to be full of bullshit then. Yeah. Um, now, in the uh, Brownlow Medal live cast last week, I think a lot of people were very um, pleased oh. with the uh, the tales from the mahogany room. Yeah. So next week... Um, We'll still do our Monday night. Uh, I don't know if we'll live cast it because this live cast has gone a yeah. little bit wonky. Um, but no, no, we'll definitely live cast it. We're going to have uh, a, a gambling. Uh, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Stories from, yeah. from the casino. Um, so we're going to have just about a whole uh, episode on that. And it's probably going to span two or three episodes. Depending. Yeah, it could be a regular thing, let's be honest. Yeah, it, it could span out. Uh, and become six or seven stories and poker stories and that exactly. kind of thing. Plus, blog of bringing in is pretty funny as well. So what we're saying is the off-season, it isn't an off-season for us. No. We'll, we'll keep talking. This cricket. is our on-season. This is where we get <laughs> straps. Once we start talking bullshit, we don't yeah. have to worry about facts. Once, once we're given like a, a free sort of framework to work within, it's not just AFL. Holy shit, son. Yeah. I'm, I'm still deciding whether they're going to cover UFC 193 because they haven't uh, given us press credentials. Despite the fact we asked. So <laughs> I don't know whether they're just well, telling them to fuck What more do you need to do than ask? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, it's a couple of the finest that have fallen us, so maybe we'll try and get on the podcast. We'll try and hit them up yeah. too. But, but it's hard when they're weight cutting for six weeks. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're I, fucking angry. I told the UFC, uh, their marketing department, I said, look, we've got viewers and watches and a website even. And maybe, that wasn't they, even, good enough? maybe yeah. they checked it out and said, fuck this. Um, yeah. But either way, they yeah. haven't got us on board. So, and if, so the short is, we're still going. Yeah. yeah. And if the card's crap, instead of just bagging it, we just don't cover it. Uh, ben 10 got uh, signed on for the 193. Did he really? Yep. Awesome. 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 Yeah, I saw it just before I got here. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Anyways, um, that'll do us. That was episode 63 or something like that. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Peace. Bye. Quite long. Yeah. We're still live, actually, because I haven't figured out how to end this podcast. Uh, um. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.